Hi, welcome to the voice of one. I am excited you decided to join today. I am going to be talking about you are who God needs. I'll say that again. You are who God needs. I will be reading from Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 4 up to verse 10. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ha, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Wow, glory to Jesus. Praise God. There are so many things that I believe that God will want us to know today. One of which is that before you were formed, even before your parents came together, God had you in mind. God knew you. God did not wake up one morning to say, you know what, um, I feel like creating somebody today. Let me just create somebody so that I can feel good. No. There was a reason why God made you, why God created you, why God released you to this earth. There is a purpose. God is not wasteful. God does not just do things. No. Of course, you are for his pleasure, but he created you for something. You are the solution to a particular need or to a particular problem. And so God, first of all, wants you to settle that in your heart that you are not a mistake. You are not an entity. You are not an afterthought. Before you were even formed, he knew you. Before your name was, was given to you, God knew you. And I know that many times the devil will try to fight who we are. The devil will try to come in different ways to discourage you. And so maybe what, what the seed that was planted right in you was when you were younger, when you were in school, when you were a baby. And, and it had just stayed in your heart up to this point. But what God wants you to know that everything, even though the devil meant it for evil, everything is going to work together for his assignment to be fulfilled. Many times when the devil thinks he's wise, he doesn't even know how foolish he is. And so some of the things that he thought that, that, that you know, was going to pull you down and stop you, or maybe it has even limited you up to this point, God is saying, that very thing you are afraid of, that very thing you are shy about, that very thing you feel down about, that very thing you feel is inadequate, when touched by God, will be the best thing ever. And so, Jeremiah was telling God that he could not speak because he was a child. But look at what God said to him. Say not, I am a child. Say not, I cannot do it. Say not, I am too small. Say not, I am too short. Say not, I cannot speak. Say not, oh, I murmur, so, uh, oh, I, uh, uh, pardon me. Say not, I stammer, right? 
Moses was feeling like, oh, I'm a stammerer. How am I supposed to talk? But when God touches your mouth, when God touches you, God can amplify that thing that looks insignificant. When Samuel went to the house of Jesse and he wanted to anoint one of the sons to become king, he saw somebody that looked so good. The first one felt like, oh, wow, this guy looks very good. You know, physically he was deceived and he almost anointed him, but God said no. And they went through the sons and the room that day and God still said no. And he asked, is there any other son you have? <laughs> and he said, oh, yeah, there's one. The one unseen, unnoticed. The one in the field. The one just all over the place doing one thing or the other. So maybe for you, you have not been noticed. Maybe for you, you are just that child that nobody has even paid attention to. Maybe for you, you have scars um, from when you were young. Those scars are going to be the message that God is going to minister to men and women and that would transform lives all over the world. What you think is not enough when it's touched by God is more than enough. God wants you to know that you are the man for the job. You are the man for that assignment. You are who God needs. You're not trying to be perfect to fit into God's will. You have received his life. You are in him. You are complete in him. It doesn't matter what the devil has thrown at you. It doesn't matter what people have said about you. It doesn't even matter your past. What God said it will do in your life, God will do it. That thing you are scared about might just be what God is going to lay his hands on. God said in, in this particular verse, we see God um, putting his hand on the mouth of Jeremiah because he said he was a child who couldn't speak. God put his hand on his mouth. That thing that looks small with the touch of God can be all that the world needs. I said earlier that you are the solution to a problem. You are the answer to people's prayers. People have been praying for a solution and the solution is tied to you. Stop looking at yourself as small. Stop looking at yourself as inconsequential to God's agenda. No! You are the man that God is looking for. You are the one that is going to liberate his, his people or her people. You are the one that God is going to send to the nations of the world. You are the one. And so those weaknesses that you feel like, oh, these are weaknesses. I cannot speak good English. And so that's why I cannot speak. That English that you feel you cannot speak, if you will let God help you, might just be what men would need. That voice that you think is too low, or it's too tiny. When God touches it, it's the voice that men would want to listen to. That skin of yours that you feel like is not as beautiful as you know that of a model, or you feel like you're not beautiful enough. When God lays his hands on you, there will be the favor and the light of his presence that will draw. The, the most beautiful people to come and listen to you. And so stop looking at your weaknesses. Stop looking at the things you don't have. Stop looking at the things you don't, you don't think you meet up to. 
this is not to say that you can't work on certain skills if you need to skill up, right? But first of all, it starts with your identity. Because even if you skill up today and then you see somebody who has gone ahead, way ahead of you, you would still have that feeling of, oh, I don't think I'm up to this person. Oh, because this person has so many certificates. Oh, they are better than me. Of course, I'm not saying don't esteem others better than yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. But the fact that we always look at people and feel like they have what we don't have. And so they are better than us and they are, they are best suited for, for the assignment of God. No! God has a unique assignment for you. Your journey is different from the other person's journey because God needs that particular thing for where you are going. And guess what? It wasn't even God that inflicted some of these things. The devil did. But where the devil was thinking he was wise, what he did not know was that he was just helping God to even make you better, to be, to, to be best fitted for that assignment. You are fit for what God has called you to do. Let God take you through his, 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 his place of preparation. Let God take you through that place where you'll be built. And let God work on you. Let, give God a chance to make you the masterpiece that he has created you to be. So, of course, there is a place of preparation and there's a time of manifestation. But there's a place of understanding your identity. You are who God needs. I remember one time where when i was in a high school we had this um presentation we had to do so um people had to come audition people who could sing could you know had to come audition for that particular event that we we had then and you know i i, I had I'd always thought i could sing because i would sing at home and i would sing in the bathroom but i just never stepped out to sing you know before people and you know i i i took that um challenge and i was like okay you know what let me let me let me do this let me let me be a part of this and so i went and, and when it got to my turn and i sang and the woman brushed me off um I, I do not remember vividly what she said but that day i remember going home feeling like somebody who could not sing not knowing that god has had something for me where prophetic worship is concerned or what's concerned at that time i did not know i was still young right but now i know and what the devil was trying to do was to silence that voice so that, you know, wherever it is, I would not be able to come out and say nothing or, or come out and do any other thing, even aside from singing because of that particular thing. It was different if the woman said, oh, nice, you have a nice voice, but you know what, I'll let you know if I'm going to be. But she said it in a way that, oh, it broke my heart as a child. But years down the line, I see myself doing some things where prophetic worship is concerned. I've even featured in somebody's song. But it took some time for God to work on certain things, to make me bold enough to step out and say, yes, I know what God has called me to do. And so maybe for you, the devil, something happened when you were young and the devil tried to silence it. That thing that the devil tried to silence is just the tool that God is going to use for your generation. I'm not primarily a singer, right? It's not like I am according to the music ministry, but I know that God, there's an assignment where prophetic worship is concerned. Or maybe not, maybe I shouldn't say assignment, but I know that it's part of the tools that God will be using. It's one of the tools God will be using where ministry is concerned. And I see myself being more attuned towards worship, towards music. And so I know it's, it's an integral part of the ministry that I've been called into. 
And so maybe for you, it might not be singing. It might be something else. But what God wants you to know is that give that thing to him and let him make a masterpiece out of it. Give that weakness to him. The Bible says that his, his grace is sufficient for you, for his strength is made perfect in your weakness. And see, whatever the word of God says is final authority over your life. Not what people have said, not what people have laughed at, not what you felt like, oh, nobody noticed. The word of God is final authority over your life. And today, God is speaking to your heart to say that you are who I need. Don't give me the excuse of your weaknesses or your past. Those scars that you are scared about. Those scars that you are afraid to even let people know about. Those scars that you feel, you know, are not um, the basis for the qualification for the assignment of God over your life. God is the one that qualifies a man. You are more than qualified for that agenda. You are more than qualified for that assignment. You are more than qualified for that job. And so every time the devil tries to bring up to your mind, because it starts from the mind, right? When the devil tries to bring it to your mind that you cannot do it, or you're not enough. Have you forgotten what you did in the past? Show him the cross. Show him the blood. Show him the word. You are who God needs. He doesn't need any other man. He needs you. So stop pointing to God and saying, oh, she's more beautiful. Oh, she's qualified. Oh, he's taller. He's qualified. Oh, he has a beautiful voice. He's more qualified. Oh, they have money in their family. They're more qualified. No, whatever you have, whatever it is, whatever weakness it is, when God breathes upon it, it becomes what your generation will be seeking for. Your security is not in you. Your security is in God. Your security is in his word. What has God said about your life? And sometimes when you think about what God has said, you're wondering how. I don't even know how to speak well. How am I supposed to talk to nations? That, 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 and, and sometimes I feel like we are so focused on, you know, if you know you can do something, right? You feel like, oh, I know I can sing. No big deal. When I get there, I'm going to smash it, right? It means your security is in, is in your gift. But for somebody who cannot sing, he knows that um, if I'm going to be called to sing, I'm going to be a mess. So I need to go back to God because that's where I'm going to get the boldness to step out. So whether you can do it or you cannot do it, let your security be in God. Let your security be in his word. Let your dependence be on God. Not on yourself, not on your gift, not on your talent, not on the accolades of men, not on the validation of men, but on what God has said. God's word is all you need. It is enough. His word is enough for you. And so I, I just wanted to just say, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. God has put his words in your mouth. God has anointed you. I wanted to say, I am anointed. I am called. I have an assignment. God formed me. And before he formed me, he knew me and he ordained me for his assignment. And so I rest 
in the knowledge of God and in the knowledge of his word, that every word he has said concerning my life, he is able to bring to pass. I give myself to preparation. I give myself to the training that I need for the fulfillment of God's call upon my life. I lay down every weakness before the Lord and I receive his strength in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, every negative voice telling you you cannot do it, you cannot step out and that it has held you bound and every time you try to step out, there's just this fear that grips your heart. I come against that voice in the name of Jesus and I decree over you that you receive fresh grace, fresh boldness, and that the love of the Father will fill your heart, that you will be so rooted and grounded in his love, that you know beyond every reasonable doubt that God loves you, that God has a plan for your life, that God has called you for his purpose. And so that purpose will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that your generation will hear you. In the name of Jesus, I pray that beyond where you have thought you would ever get to, God will take you there. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Because we are the ones that you need. Hallelujah. Again, I will say it one more time. So every time it comes again to your heart, where you want to feel like you're not qualified, remember these words. You are who God needs. Thank you for listening to the voice of one. I really hope you have been blessed. I wanted to share this with your friends and family and just bless somebody out there. I'll see you again soon. Have a beautiful one. Remember, you are who God needs. Bye.